Hello, shippers. Today we are going to be doing something a bit different. We're going to be discussing a fun couple, but not only that, the following episode was recorded live on Twitch with our guest. Indeed, NK Gaming, an awesome Twitch streamer, and Steph's brother invited us to join and discuss Mario and Peach. Do we ship it? Listen to find out. Yeah. Hi, Danny. Hi, everyone. Hi, all of the streamers out there. I am not a traditional streamer, so forgive me if my terminology sucks today. Uh, but thanks for the intro, Danny. Um, hi, streamers and shippers. My name is Stephanie and Devin and I, who you can see, I guess, below us. Uh, we are the co-hosts of We Ship It podcast. So if you follow Anchor or if you're on Spotify, um, you can find our podcast on there. So what do we do at We Ship It? Well, you know, we get together like the old biddies that we are, and we discuss our favorite and not so favorite couples from literature, TV, movies, and all the sort of couples that we know and love. That's right. We've been having so much fun with this are in our second season. Um, So check that out. If you fancy yourself a shipper, our first season was kind of random and Steph and I, um, we just picked some couples that we thought were the best and inspired us like Elizabeth and Darcy or Jim and Pam from the office. Um, this second season is fun because we are, we have been talking about Disney and animated couples specifically. So recently we talked about princesses and Santa and Mrs. Claus and various others. Mm -hmm. Um, And today we wanted to team up with Danny to talk about a couple from a video game and what video game couple is more memorable and sticks with us more than Mario and Peach. Yeah, I mean, everyone kind of knows what you're talking about when you say Mario and Peach. Like, you don't have to say, oh, from Mario Brothers or whatever. There's no (laughs) question there. You know it's that damsel in distress and that plumber who's going to save her. Um, And they've both stolen our hearts. So, And, you know, there are multiple video game couples we could have went into. If you think if you play like The Witcher or if you play any Zelda games, um, those are fun, too. But we really figured we wanted to start with Mario and Peach because they're just the ones that like first stood out to us in our minds. Um, And of course, for all the podcast listeners, we wanted to welcome Dan or NK Gaming. We wanted to invite my brother, a true professional when it comes to gaming. Everyone go check out his Twitch account, by the way, which we're on right now, which is super cool. Um, So we had to invite him to talk about them because he is a professional gamer like we are not. I mean, Devin may be a little bit more than me, but definitely not me. Not really. (laughs) Yeah, so Dan and I and Devin, we grew up playing uh, Mario games together since we were like 10, probably much younger than that. Um, I can remember during each New Year's party that we had, literally all we would do is play Super Smash Brothers. This and I true. loved playing Peach <laughs> too much. Um, so thank you Steph's for joining. favorite character is Pit. It is. I love Pit. I just freaking love spamming people with my whatever arrow wheel, whatever that is. But um, so we just wanted to thank you for joining, Daniel, and welcome you, even though we're the ones on your stream. (laughs) Yes. Thank you. (laughs) Yay. I'm excited. Okay. 
So before we begin, Devin and I kind of have a little process for how this goes. Um, but I'm going to give you my best timeline of Mario and Peach. So I usually start with a spoiler alert, but I don't really think we need a spoiler There's alert. There's really no need for one this time. Um you guys kind of know Mario and Peach and there's really no succinct timeline. Like they just kind of show up in a bunch of different games and different stuff happens. Bowser's involved sometimes. Luigi's involved sometimes. So Devin and I tried our best to put together a timeline. So here it is. Born in the year of 1981, which I did not know that, uh, Mario was cast as Jumpman. How original. Yee. Uh, however, as time progressed and his fame soared, he donned the name Mario and was given his own Nintendo game four years later in Super Mario Bros. Uh, this is where our journey begins with Princess Peach, Princess Peach Toadstool, known to some. That's and right. our trusty plumber, when the sly Koopa turtles under the rule of Bowser invade the peaceful kingdom of the mushroom people and whisk away their princess, the fate of their kingdom lies in the hands of Mario a plumber, I'm going to keep saying, uh, Mario <laughs> to rescue her. Over the course of 35 years, Mario has made more than 200 appearance appearances in the video game franchise. Throughout the Super Mario series, Mario puts down his plunger and becomes the eternal guardian of the Mushroom Kingdom. You always know when you're reading a Devin sentence. <laughs> <laughs> that is the best thing I've ever spicy spice heard. in there. That's great. Um, but so the relationship between Mario and Peach has always been thought to have been romantic. Uh, it's kind of never asserted that they're together 100%, but true. we kind of assume that they are. And we see signs of this throughout in personal letters to each other or with a kiss on the cheek for the rescue job. Um, between his games of tennis, Mario Party, Ultimate Smash, and Mario Kart and his various occupation changes as a baker, painter, construction dude, Dr. Mario, um, his relationship continues to blossom with this princess, even to a point of proposal in Super Mario Odyssey. However, dun, 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 Peach turns him down and decides to take a solo vacation, which... I can relate to that. <laughs> necessary. Uh, um, so Nintendo has kind of left us on the edge of our seats for decades with this love story and gamers of all ages are awaiting the next installment. And with that, with our pretty pitiful summary there, <laughs> let's go on into our discussion of do we ship it or not? Um, and feel free to join in with your own questions or comments in the chat. We love you guys. And we'll try to get to any of your questions or comments by the end. So with Absolutely. that, go for it, Devin. Yes, yes, yes. So let's get started. A plumber and a princess. Where have we seen this before? How is the gamer realm influenced by this trope? Well, you know, we've seen it in reverse in many of the other earlier Disney tales. So Devin and I, we were talking before about how we're talking animated and Disney couples this season. And we started with the early Disney princesses. So think yeah. Cinderella, think Snow White. Um, we see the poor, innocent girl, Snow White or Cinderella, who do not come from royal blood, who marry the prince eventually, and they become princesses. Um, and, you know, they don't get married, Mario and Peach, but that's kind of like that same trope. We also see this type of trope in Frozen with the ice salesman and Princess Anna. Um, that's sort of similar to the plumber princess setup that we have here. <laughs> 
And I think everything is impacted by this trope. We live in a world that just loves that rags to riches story. Um, We were just talking about Cinder with author Marissa Meyer, and she was talking about how important that was to her story, too. Um, And even though we don't see Mario and Peach get married or get together necessarily yet, we root for him because he loves the beautiful princess. Um, Mm -hmm. And it just it makes for a great fairy tale. And I think it makes for great gameplay, too, because, you know, even though Mario is not really like playing a story through like you would in other video games, at least, you know, not as much as like a Zelda game or something. It adds to the story and it adds to the reason that you're playing and it sort of leads you along in that story. Um, but that's my thoughts on that. Dan, do you have any thoughts? Yeah, actually, I, I was going to say kind of something uh, a little similar where uh, it's the common story of some, you know, honestly, you know, someone that is thought of as lower class or lower, you know, prestige in the, Mm. in the, uh, in the rank system, uh, falling in love with a prince or princess, uh, you know, great examples of this are obviously beauty and the beast. Yep. Um, you know, uh, Aladdin and princess Jasmine, uh, Shrek, literally an ogre. (laughs) And we will get to them eventually. And he feels the need to go on a hopeless errand to rescue her just to, just to get back to being alone. When in fact, he actually gets the opposite. And um, you see this so much uh, in, in uh, basically, I think it has to do with how culture used to be. um, And, you know, we still have kind of, uh, some elements from those, but essentially I'm thinking like back on, uh, back on kind of like the monarch specific, uh, area of human history where, you know, I like to think that stories like this are based on, uh, what a lower class individual would dream about what someone who would say as a, as a farmer or someone who was thought of as lower class back in those times uh was was uh someone that that may dream about something like uh being with a princess or prince uh of their dreams and you kind of want to be with who you want to be with Mm -hmm. and uh you try to do things for them in mario's case uh actually saving her saving Saving the kingdom over and over and over again basically to kind of separate yourself from the lower class and I think he feels the need um, to rescue her in order to earn the right to be with her. I think that's where he That's a good point. I mean, and these fairy tales, not Mario in particular, but these early fairy tales were really written as fairy tales during that time period. Mm -hmm. That's what's an interesting point that you brought up is these probably were the dreams of the people who were like, quote unquote, common folk. They were like looking up to the kingdom and like, wouldn't it be such a fantasy if I was married to the prince or whatever? Um, And that kind of gives them a very old folklore-ish just play like appreciation in our hearts, you know, and that will last on forever. Um, But before we go to our second question, Devin, you have anything to add? No, I mean, you guys were hitting it right on the nail. Um, But so like, this has just been a recurring trope that we've seen in many pieces, but I think what's unique here is that we finally see it in a video game. So it's cool to see how like this trope is everlasting and persisting, not just in stories, not just in movies, not just in TV shows, but again, we see it influencing um, the video game realm. So I think Mm -hmm. that's, what's really interesting. And it's not just like this one time we see it again and again and again in various um, video games as well. So cool. Yeah, for sure. Uh, But yeah, so next question, what is it that makes Mario chase after this princess again and again (laughs) and again? (laughs) 
Uh, Denny, you want to start us off there? Uh, sure. Uh, honestly, I I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the straight Nintendo needed more content. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, fair answer. Fair um, honestly, answer. like yes. you know, she's obviously important to him. She's someone that is a damsel in distress. That he's saying, this is how I want to show my um kind of appreciation, appreciation, mm-hmm. and kind of my it, maybe it's the only way that he knows how. Uh, essentially, yeah. but I honestly think that. She yes, she's important to him, but honestly, I think it's just to Nintendo. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that may be true. <laughs> Devin, what do you think? So I think there are two different reasons here, from what I can see. Um, and number one is just obvious. I mean, she's a princess, so like, hello. <laughs> Who wouldn't want to chase after some eye candy and be rewarded after like for their efforts in rescuing her? Um, so that being said, I, I I think Mario also finds his courage and his purpose in his quest for Peach. Um, let's just say he wasn't in the best of places when he met uh, when we first met him in Donkey Kong. Uh, he kind of cages up his his pet monkey and Oof. the monkey gets mad at him and. <laughs> <laughs> So that being said, we don't find him in the best of situations. Um, However, through this quest and the ones following, he's able to, you know, like find himself, find his Mm -hmm. purpose and be known for something more than just an animal abuser and be known for the protector of the (laughs) mushroom kingdom. Funny. And you point, know what? I that's a great point. You guys went a little deeper with it than I did. I think it's just really <laughs> funny. I think it's funny because we see it, is, we it, see is it play funny. out so many times. The damsel in distress mm-hmm. and Mario chasing her, and then nothing happens. And you think we'd get bored. <laughs> I know you would think we'd get tired of Mario and Peach, but man, I guess we don't. Um <laughs> either way, that's all that I had for mine. <laughs> That's awesome. So do you see Peach as solely a damsel in distress or is there more to her character development than meets the eye? Mm. I mean, for the most part. um, So for the most part, I just see her as a damsel in distress. I hate to answer it this way. And I'll have a little caveat to that. Um, If we didn't have the plot requirement of a reason that Mario needs to be chasing something, I don't Mm -hmm. think Peach would really exist. Although making it so she's a princess and not just some pretty girl that Mario's chasing after that does make her the ruler of the kingdom. And it gives her some responsibilities. Um, it, it gives her some clout in that. I, I think also her role <laughs> in games like super smash brothers, give her a bit of character in a way that like the original Mario games do not in that she is her mm. own character and she has her own feisty moves and such. So in those games, yes, yes, yes. we see a little bit more to peach. Um, And she can be a really powerful character in those ways. However, her entire existence kind of relies on the fact that Mario exists to chase after her, which is a terrible, (laughs) probably not super feminist thing to say. But that's my perspective. Dan, what do you think? Is she just a damsel in distress? I mean, honestly, of course, in the I think in the beginning, yes, uh, that like you said, like, I think that's kind of what they were uh, it, intending uh, that he was he he was going to rescue someone. And, you know, this was the premise of their story. And that's kind of where they went. Right. Um, but the thing is, I th- there are a lot like you mentioned, there is like obviously Smash Brothers, which wouldn't technically have existed without the first stories of her right. being a damsel in distress. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but but I do think 
that honestly, I just don't think her character's developed enough yet. I think yeah. that Nintendo has not spent that much time kind of developing her character as a whole. And yeah. like, um, I think honestly, I think through through another game or more lore, I think it'd be great to see more of her actual character development in a further a uh, solo peach game oh that would be awesome <laughs> like something something that actually uh tells her story more than just either either you fight you fight to the death or she's a damsel in distress <laughs> right, right i do see hazy is saying she also has her own characters in smash and mario yes. kart which we did we talked a little bit about and that makes a lot of sense she does get mm -hmm. a little bit more character development however i think i would love to see her like in her own game. I think that would be really interesting if too. we got perspective mm -hmm. of how she grew up. I mean, video gamers don't really care for that sort of thing, <laughs> at least not when they're playing Mario Kart. They don't. Um, however, yeah. you know what I, I mean. I, yeah, I think the Smash thing represents it perfectly. It's like, I, I think we would love to see more of her, but like, you know, what people are doing are, you know, riding around with her as their you avatar. Have to question yes. <laughs> whether or not it would be, if it would be popular enough to be sold yeah. <laughs> yeah i think it would you know i would buy a game on peach definitely <laughs> okay so we got you as the number one <laughs> yeah i'll be the one person to buy that game um but there moving on to our next question why would a princess fall for the plumber of the kingdom what is it about mario that draws her attraction what do you guys think um so i think part of it oh no go ahead Oh, no, I, I, I was just gonna say um thank you for the thank you for the comments hazy um <laughs> i was just gonna say that honestly with this i i think it's honestly his his constant battling and and uh drive for her uh that that she thinks is just kind of uh very appealing and mm -hmm. honestly i I think also uh, his uh, quote unquote love, uh, which it, quote the, unquote. Reason I, the reason I say that is because, you know, maybe for him, love means chasing through uh, anything that all he yeah. knows. This is all he knows how to show her that he is uh, someone that loves her and is someone that she that he wants to be with. Um, sure. But I, I think honestly, uh, this is where it differs is I think that's what he is doing um uh, but i think she honestly just wants someone that cares for her enough to be there for her always and i think that mario has uh, fulfilled that role in uh, somewhat um and yeah honestly yeah i mean he's the most dependable dude in the freaking world because he literally <laughs> just will chase after her no matter what so that's my main thing is i think like he's dependable he makes it his life's freaking mission to rescue right. this girl no matter what. So I think that's what draws her attraction mainly. Obviously, Devin, go for it. Sorry, I cut you off. Yeah, no, no, you're good. Absolutely. So, and I agree with you. I, I think it's that determination and that drive and that. Um, so I think that's part of it. And the other part of it is the idea of her excitement in being wanted. Um, typically, she's surrounded by little mushroom heads. And now she has this new, unusual hero trying to save her. So I think she gets caught up in that excitement. Um, and it eventually more romantic feelings. Like it starts off as just like, ooh, I like this. And then it kind of develops more from there. Um, 
she doesn't see him as the plumber of the kingdom. She sees him as her knight in shining ar- armor almost. Oh, he's know, a prince to I, her. <laughs> <laughs> and I know it's kind of like cliche um, from the other princesses that we've discussed this season, but I know, I think that's um, how she justifies her love. Um, but she, not, not necessarily how she justifies it, but more of um she doesn't allow the occupation to get in front of the person like, yeah. okay, yeah, he might be a plumber, but like, he's also the person who fought for me. So like he, if she allows the character, the person to go in front to be shown more than just what's on the outside of the occupation. That's beautiful, Devin. Dang. Like he's blowing me out of the water. <laughs> with <my stupid> commentary. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So with that, let's move forward just a tiny bit. So Nintendo mm-hmm. has never explicitly come right out and called them a couple, but they have left several hints. Why do you think the Mario fandom has pushed for this love story so hard? I mean, it's because it's what we all hope for. We play these dang games for our whole lives and we're like, he deserves the girl by this point. Like he's worked so hard yeah. for he's, her. He's done enough. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's run his course a million times, literally run his course to get this girl and he deserves her. And sometimes in those stories, we see we tend to see a friend zone moment. Like, mm. oh, you saved me. Thank you so much, best friend. <laughs> um, however, I think, you know, many would really root for this to pay off if that's what Peach wants, of course. But it does seem to me like Peach wants that. Uh, Dan, what do you think? I, I honestly, I think this goes back to the first one of this is a story where, where like you had said, it's someone with such uh, little prestige in society is getting uh, or wants to get a princess. And mm-hmm. it's honestly a feel good story for uh, how we are as humans and who we want to be. And as, you know, as a man, I will say at times, uh, <laughs> as you, a man, <laughs> you, may, you may feel like, uh, you know, in society, even these days that you may have to look up to a woman and earn your right to date her or be with her. And a man hears this and they think maybe that they have more of a chance. I think, I think that it's like a great, it's a great thing for them to say, Hey, like I'm not really in this girl's league, but, (laughs) but I'm going to try. Yeah. So honestly, that's where I took it. I think that that's cool. I think that they, uh, I think that that's honestly where we are, where it's like, okay, these feel good stories are something that makes people uh, feel better about their own lives and Mm -hmm. see these stories and kind of try to think uh, that way more. Um, But yeah. What do you guys think? Very true. I think, yeah, no, I think you got it. And I actually want to move to the next question because I'm most excited about this question. <laughs> uh, do you have empathy for Bowser as he asserts his love for Peach in this <laughs> poor fashion? <laughs> Let's call it a poor fashion. Or do you see it as a little bit Stockholmy? Which you better freaking see it as a little bit Stockholmy. <laughs> Go ahead. Fight so, it out. So I've never thought about it in this manner, which is why I had to do some research. Um, apparently there's a theory out there that Bowser is infatuated with Peach, uh, which explains his continued attempts to steal Peach. Um, and I think that if this is true, 
I do feel for the guy for not knowing how to express himself in a better fashion. Um, he resorts to these forceful acts. Feel bad for Bowser. Dang so it. Let me get. Let me get there. <laughs> let me get there. Uh, I. I don't think. He, he doesn't know how to express himself in the right manner, um, and because he doesn't know, like he's never been shown love. He's never this is what kind of created the the beast in front of us um, mm -hmm. in a sense, almost like the beast himself in the Disney realm. But, and because he doesn't know how to show love correctly, it does, uh, it does come off a little stock only. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, um, and I do feel for the guy because if the theory is true, he's, he's just looking for love and no one is reciprocating or showing him how love works. So he keeps on doing the same thing again and again mm -hmm. and again, hoping to get a different reaction, which is the definition of insanity. Okay. But, <laughs> but think about the person and the character of that. Yeah. It's just him expressing himself. Don't even. <laughs> don't even. Okay. Right. Dan, what do you think before I honestly? In? So, Okay. I'm sorry. I, I don't, I don't feel bad for him. Uh, I think that we, as you know, as the Mario perspective, I kind of agree with you. We see uh, Devin uh, that we see it from the Mario standpoint where, where it's like, okay, the game we're seeing through Mario's eyes where uh, mm -hmm. Bowser, um, who is someone who may not understand uh, how to love someone or do something that is uh normal uh in these situations <laughs> i uh, see like the thing is no one's gonna say no one's gonna say good for you bowser for kidnapping you keep going <laughs> no no and i'm not but saying like, that was the right thing <laughs> but like okay but like that's at the, the same quote time, Devin. if we're clipping anything it's that <laughs> <laughs> honestly at the same time like if, because nintendo hasn't told these kind of stories you don't really know uh, if it's some sort of character flaw that Devin. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's not uh, me guys it's that bowser me. has that bowser has where um where he basically you don't know uh enough about him to know whether he really um, believes in what he's doing or if he really just is doing it and nintendo just wanted to kind of I add some spice like, to him. <laughs> I don't know if the love, uh, you know, of course, then uh, you get into when this actually did happen when, uh, you know, our question later about Bowser uh, and Mario uh, mm. fighting it out. Um, oh boy. But, but I, I will say like the, um, I, I think that I don't know if his love or, you know, quote unquote love was true. Um, mm. But it might just be that he wanted to have a chance at having someone like her. And over the years, this was his way, like you had said, Devin, of kind of showing that. But at the same time, <laughs> kidnapping is still kidnapping. <laughs> Honestly, I think if anything, he should learn a lot more and shouldn't be with her of any. Okay. Okay. I love this. You guys have went way deep about it. Um, <laughs> honestly, again. But so I saw an interesting video I just wanted to mention. I have no idea if this is real or not. But there was a fan theory that Bowser and Peach were really in love and Mario was their wingman. So listen to this far-fetched idea, but I was interested in it. They believe that the Mushroom Kingdom and society was not progressive enough to see a monster and a princess together, similar to Beauty and the, Be and the Beast. 
And Mario knew this and knew they were in love. So what he did was he created this weird dynamic where he was with Peach (laughs) and like Bowser would steal her. But really, it was Bowser and Peach who were in love. And it has been uh, it has been put out there that Bowser's son is Peach's son. (laughs) So I don't know where these people. I mean, you tell me if you believe that. Because Bowser Jr. even steals even steals Peach at one point saying like, Mama. Okay. (laughs) Okay, guys. That's what I'm saying. (laughs) Nintendo is messing with our heads. I I think that's a lot of it. What it it is. I think it's honestly them messing with you. But But you know what? I'm ready for this. I am progressive (laughs) enough for a Bowser (laughs) relationship. Like, please bring it on. When the villain gets the girl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's move on from this conversation and go on to. Uh, Kevin's like, character. shut up. <laughs> I just want to say uh, oh, yeah, before yeah. that, please uh, feel free to comment in the comments uh, and in, in the uh, chat if you have any questions or comments or if you about any of the questions. Discuss something. Yeah. True. Yes. Um, so feel free to do that. Uh, go sure. ahead, Devin. I did see some Louise, Louise, Luigi, and Daisy people, which I guess would be Louise or Lazy. Um, Shout out to those people because Luigi and Daisy do not get enough moments in the sun. But Devin, go ahead. All right. So, do you think Luigi gets the short end of the stick? Oh, in we're the talking relationship about him now. Game. Yeah, we are. So, uh, do you think he gets the short end of the stick in the relationship game? Mario has already been romantically invested in Daisy, who Mario saved in Super Mario Land, and Pauline, who Mario saves from Donkey Pauline. Kong. Should <laughs> Should <laughs> Luigi get his chance at love with Princess Peach? What do you think, Danny? <sighs> you know what. <laughs> I didn't really ever think about it this way because I always assumed that it's like, okay, like I know that there was that whole thing in Super Mario Land. I, I read about that actually. I didn't know. Um, but I know that there's that whole thing about like them somewhat being romantically involved, uh, Mario with Daisy. But honestly, <laughs> honestly, in general, I don't think I really ever thought of it that way. I always yeah. thought that Luigi has Daisy and he's just kind of like the, the mirror girl. For for uh, the <laughs> and um, and honestly, if he did, uh, you know, if um, honestly, if he did and he did show it, I think that he, if he had the drive and he kind of did the same things as Mario, which honestly, if you played any more than one player in these games, he did. He does. <laughs> um, That's honestly, my thing. I'd say that. Yeah, I'd say that he kind of does get the short end of the stick. I think any, any person um, can have a chance at anyone, especially these days. Mm-hmm. Um, they just have to show their true selves and fight for it. Uh, I don't think Luigi would have done this, but honestly, if he did, I'd say, yes, he should I agree. have a chance with her. Your perspective is right. If he cared about peach, like, and she cared about him, go for it. But right. I think the answer in my regard is I never saw it that way. Just like Dan, yeah. like, I don't think he ever really loved her. He loves Daisy. Why mess things up? Although Mario, <laughs> Mario's a little fishy. He's got some some history, you know, with Pauline. And I Daisy. think what is crazy is that he goes from Pauline, this like quote unquote sexy lady. Whoa, Devin. Whoa. <laughs> to Peach, who's like this pure and innocent princess. So like he's a dog. Apparently she's a, but that's what happens, you know, when you go from being a player to finding your true love. That's another trope. Like, oh, yeah. I have found this innocent one who my heart loves. And that's where I see Mario and Peach. 
Um, yeah. But moving on. In the most recent installation of the series, Super Mario Odyssey, Peach is proposed to by Mario and by Bowser, <laughs> uh, but ultimately chooses neither and sternly rejects them. Why would she refrain from accepting Mario's proposal here? What are your best guesses? I, I mean, it's kind of obvious, at least for me, it's kind of obvious. Mario was just a jerk. Regardless yeah. of his feelings for her, in the moment, he only proposed to Peach because Bowser did. Uh, almost presenting her with an either-or situation or an ultimatum. Like, you can have me or you can have this other guy, but you must choose. And I'm proud of her for saying, like, uh-uh, I don't need either of you i can um in fact be my own person i can make my own choices and you know what i don't need either of you at this moment yeah um, if you want my hand you need to do it in the right way and for the right reasons amen peach oh my gosh what do you think dan <laughs> i i mean yeah I, I kind of agree with that like it's like they fought obviously she doesn't want that uh going back to actually aladdin uh when princess jasmine says I am not a prize to be won. Amen. Yes. Peach, Peach kind of feels the same way here, I think. She's like, she wants them to care for who she is and not get so caught up in this, you know, manly man fight. <laughs> <laughs> and, and she just wants, uh, and, and I think eventually they just kind of forget what they're fighting for. And it's like, okay, who can, you know, it's a battle of, you know, the, the bigger man, as they say. Oh, <laughs> boy. I know what you mean. I feel the same way. They're just being and, too uh, immature dudes. Right. Yeah. I, I do think, however, though, that um, I, I did take in a little di different direction of I don't think she realizes, though, that maybe, like I was saying earlier, maybe this is Mario's only way he knows how to show her how much he cared for her. How Competing. You know, competing uh, with somebody else trying to, especially, obviously, someone who is the reason that this whole thing exists right. and uh, stuff. But, but I, I think that like at the same time, like he could have done it in a much better way, but I think that she doesn't go as far as like thinking maybe what he is thinking in his mind, which is that maybe this is the only way he knows how, but right. I'll leave it at that. <laughs> All right. So moving on um, in super Mario galaxy, Rosalina quickly realizes Mario and Peach are more than just friends. Rosalina refers to Mario as Peach's special one. Mm. How has their relationship been one for generations to admire and how has it impacted our culture? I mean, I think it's recognizable to many. The one person that you would travel 500 miles and then 500 more. Um, <laughs> that's literally what's happening here. Um, Someone you would never give up on. And I think Rosalina acknowledges that. I don't really know much about Rosalina, to be honest, because didn't she come in a little bit later? I'm not really sure her story. Yeah, but yeah, so I, I think she recognizes it because she she's a spirit, right? Something like that. I don't know. But she she seems very in tune with nature and the spiritual nature of things. And I think she recognizes them as special ones because she recognizes that they're spirits even if they won't put a label on it, um, their spirits... <laughs> Nintendo. Yeah, Nintendo. <laughs> um, their spirits are drawn together, and that's why Mario's mm -hmm. always chasing after her. Um, and that's what makes them an iconic couple. You know, they never give up on each other, really. And time and time again, they never give up on each other, mm -hmm. uh, whether or not that's a healthy thing. But what do you think, Danny? 
I mean, I took it in a little different direction of how has our culture uh, been impacted. I took it as how has the gaming culture uh, mm. been affected yeah, yeah, yeah. by this. Um, so, you know, these stories have been around for a while. Um, this this uh, Mario and Peach story has been told over and over again. Um, the whole uh, kind of it's been it's kind of i think it's kind of shaped the way that the gaming industry has developed you can't talk about gaming without talking about nintendo's uh contributions to it Mm -hmm. and in the whole beginning and stuff and these games especially the mario uh games have shaped um so many of their their uh mario and peach series over the years and mario other games over the years um and also, it allowed Nintendo to tell other stories uh, that they couldn't have told without this. So I think right. it affected not just those, but its entire gaming uh, kind of for Nintendo. And then even um, if even more so, if you talk about the gaming industry as a whole, I don't think it would have been the same uh, without these kind of stories being in the mainstream. Um, mm-hmm. And I honestly, I can't even fathom how different it would have been without these games because this was honestly at the start of it all um, back in when the N64 and the actually even earlier, the Nintendo Entertainment System came out. Um, and Old school. Oh, Yay. yes. <laughs> Very old school. Um, but as far as their story, uh, everyone knows it. Uh, Everyone has something to say about their uh, situation. It's a very relatable uh, story. Mm-hmm. Uh, even though we're not living in such a, you know, a prestigious environment, uh, society, <laughs> which is based on rank anymore. It's, yeah. it, these days, there's still plenty of elements within this, uh, about this uh, within society. And I think this puts them uh, right out in the open. Yeah, and I I think it's interesting that you say how it's impacted gaming culture because, yes, it's impacted our culture like any other damsel in distress story. But Mario and Peach, I mean, bringing that that rags to riches, that damsel in distress story to gaming, I think you can see it in a lot of other games as the ultimate end result of it. I mean, look at Zelda, look at any of them where the princess is stolen and the guy's trying to find her or even the other way around, honestly. Mm-hmm. I think that that's a lot of the motivation for a lot of today's similar games to that. Right. Uh, but before we hop to our last question, our most important question, Devin, you have anything else you want to add? No, I, I agree with both of you guys. Um, I think it is a love story for the ages. Um, mm-hmm. Generation upon generations have started with us and it's still going today um i mean they've appeared in 200 plus games uh mario alone peach alongside him in various other games so um and i think it kind of even those today even if they haven't played the original or even remakes of the original we still have smash brothers and there's a smash brothers generation in a sense Mm -hmm. like that we're a part of and like we still have a connection to these characters decades after they were already released yeah. so i think that's what's really cool about this particular couple it's um, interesting the because, special ones yeah it's interesting because they have so little plot development but they're mm-hmm. probably the most recognizable video game characters right, from any that i've seen so that just it points to the fact that they are iconic so mm-hmm. That's really great. But our last question, our most important question of the whole thing. Now I'm excited to see what you guys are going to say. 
Do we ship it? Do we ship Mario and Peach? Lay it on me. What do you think? Oh, you guys are waiting for each other. Right <laughs> You're afraid. All right, all right, all right, all right. So I think I think it's a little difficult to say. Uh, yeah. There are, are there are stories that are very inconsistent uh, that have been shared. Nintendo seems to just kind of be throwing, <laughs> wishy washy, throwing either either these stories haven't been fully developed, so you don't know the whole situation, or they just are changing it slightly to add to the drama, make it right. spicy. Um, make it spicy. It's like, honestly, Mario seems to be very caring, but who knows why uh, he's doing that? Honestly, I ship it, but only because I feel like I understand uh, what position he's in, per se, uh, caring for someone so deeply uh, through the fighting that was not in your league, uh, so to speak. Oh, Danny! Um, It gave him him plenty of uh, chances to walk away, uh, and I think that this shows extreme character and... uh, you know, strength. Um, in Peach's case, you could tell that she cared for him because not only she had no choice to care for someone otherwise, because she was being, she got kidnapped and someone had to rescue her. But like, it's also hard for a princess to choose someone uh, to marry and let alone someone not of their own rank in society. So I honestly, you know, without, without their family or others intervening on their behalf. Uh, so honestly, I think, she is lucky uh, that she gets to marry someone uh, or if. love someone that she clearly cares about, uh, regardless of her position um, mm-hmm. and that kind of thing. Um, and I think they have a great story uh, tied to that, uh, that Nintendo has connected for us uh, mm-hmm. so far, so far. And I think that we just have to see how much further it goes. Maybe we could see, in further games and in further uh, things going on, uh, development of their specific uh, relationship. But honestly, I think that they just are, uh, I think that they are just a great story that, that's been told so far. And honestly, I, everyone relates with a lot of it. So that's I do true. ship it. Oh, good. good. Job, uh, oh, Go ahead, Devin. So I ship the idea of them being a couple. Uh oh. (laughs) English teacher answer. (laughs) I mean, these two, as Stephanie already mentioned, they are iconic. So, however, um, they need to continue to work together to make it possible. Yep. I love these two together but I think they still need to iron out a few things before I can give them my stamp of approval. Um, so here's the hoping we as gamers get to uh, get even more clarification on their relationship status. And, uh, but I, I do ship them together, like whether or not like this is what Nintendo has in store or this is the plan or not, but like, regardless, those two are iconic together and they deserve to be with each other. Like, yeah, Mario fights for her again and again and again. So he, you got, you, you gotta know, give it to him. I ship her and Bowser. What? No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Oh my god! I just wanted to see Devin's response. Um, as far as Mario and Peach goes, like it's a complicated answer, similar to what you both have said. As far as I know, I ship it. Um, we don't get enough on them. We don't get enough consistency. We get very little consistency from Nintendo, who seems to just like be blowing around all these different things about Daisy and Mario or Pauline or Bowser and Peach having a son that looks like <laughs> Bowser, like all of these things. Um, 
very little consistency. And I hate to be that person that just says like, oh, well, it's the fault of Nintendo because like you obviously want to provide a better answer based on what you're given. Um, And based on what I'm given, it is as simple as Mario loves Peach so much that he's willing to go and go and go and keep doing the same thing to save her always. And Peach loves him back from what from everything that I've seen, you know, Correct. And if that's the case, then sure. God bless. Mazel tov. Get married. <laughs> uh, but they have a little growing up to do. Peach already has said, I'm not marrying you. I'm going on vacation because she was she has had enough with this feud. So if they have a little growing up to do. And if we get a little more backstory, like you both said, I'll 100 percent ship it as of what we get right now. I'm not confident, but I ship it more than I ship, say, Bowser and Peach or something crazy like that. Although <laughs> the French people, you let me know. Out. That's true. Every relationship does have ironing out. So <laughs> those are our thoughts on Mario and Peach. Absolutely. So there you have it, guys. Um, do you all agree with us? Let's hear from a guest commenter. Um, so, or I guess really a guest gamer. Yeah. <laughs> Take it away. So we got one comment and our commenter is actually in the audience right now. So welcome to our guest gamer, Matthew. Uh, so here's our comment from Matt. Mario and Peach never struck me as a couple. They both seem so incompatible. Mario always just searches for her, but never puts his feelings into action. There are times where they are considered as a couple but personally, I don't like them that much. For some reason, many love them. <laughs> For some reason, many love them. And you think of them right away when you think damsel in distress, but they just don't strike me as the most healthy relationship. True. I completely agree True. with you. Matthew. I get that. Although get there, that. Are, there are moments I really do ship them. And there are moments where I'm like, all right, you need to grow up a little bit. Like we said before, but every relationship has drama. Every relationship <laughs> does exactly. Um, just not, just not a fire breathing turtle. Jason. Exactly. <laughs> um, <laughs> that is supposedly in love. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. Um, All right. But thank you, Matt, for sending. Yeah, thank that you for in. sending it in. We Absolutely. Really and, and you are, and you are right. Pauline was first, but it's oh, okay. <laughs> we got some, we got some drama up in here. Um, but with that, we move on to the end of our show. Thank you all for joining over Twitch. Hi, yes, I'm waving yes. to you now. How cool is live streaming um and thank you all for listening over anchor spotify wherever you're listening from um before i ask Devin who our next couple is going to be danny i wanted to ask you if you had any announcements about upcoming streams uh i am going to be streaming again tomorrow uh playing overwatch so so anyone that wants to watch tomorrow uh, tune in yes Tune in. We have so much fun in the comments messing with them. Uh, So join us doing that. And we love it. Um, Now, before we end, we wanted to say thank you. A big thank you to NK Gaming for hosting us on his streaming channel. We just love you. It was a cool experience. It really was fun. We should do it again, maybe with like Zelda or something. But um, now we move on to our really important moment in our episode. Devin, tell our listeners who we will be talking about next We Ship It podcast episode. Yes, yes, yes. So next episode, we will be, uh, well, 
technically i think our next episode coming out is going to be hurt we've we've been jumping around a little bit guys we apologize but we've been enjoying ourselves so hopefully you've been enjoying the stuff that we yes so uh, we apologize that it hasn't been linear um however we are not linear Uh, The next one should be Hercules, I believe. Um, But our technical next episode um, will be Troy and Gabriella from High School Musical. (laughs) One of Steph's favorites. So excited. I'll be watching. I'm literally so excited. I've been gushing about it the past few episodes. Um, But moving on, because I could go on forever about HSM. Thank you all so much for joining us. Please follow NK Gaming on Twitch and obviously join us on social media. We ship it podcast or follow us slash rate and review our podcast. We of love you guys. Of course, of course, of course. And if you'd like to join us on an episode and talk about a couple of your choosing or send in comments, please reach out to us on our website or email us at we ship it podcast at gmail.com. We love you guys. Thanks Thank for you. hosting us, Thank NK Gaming. Thank you guys Gaming. for coming, and I hope we can do it again soon. Yes, we love watching you, and we love gamers. Mama Mia! Can't wait to see you next time. <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye.